0: Good afternoon, everyone. On uh, four days a week, on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays, I believe, but it will be posted in case I'm wrong, we'll be offering guided uh, meditations at this time on um, <clears throat> on the four Brahma-viharas, they're called, beginning with metta, and we'll spend uh, more time on metta here at the beginning, well, we'll get them all in there. These are the words of the Buddha. Here bhikkhus, practitioners will say, one abides pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, likewise the second, likewise the third, and likewise the fourth. And so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to oneself, One abides pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. And the same uh, short description is used for each of these four Brahma-viharas. So metta, we translate here as loving kindness, karuna, compassion, mudita, empathetic joy or gladness, appreciative joy sometimes, and upeka, equanimity. And these are called uh, the word. The words Brahma Vihara mean uh, godlike or a divine abode or abiding. A Vihara is a place where you live an abiding and these these four you can think of them as heart energies when they are present in the mind and heart it is a has that quality of a divine abiding I actually like to use the I like to translate metta as goodwill. Is there anyone here who's never heard the word metta before? When I went to my first uh, retreat ever, which is not the case for any of you, I saw all these signs around saying, please don't bring any food or drink into the meditation hall. It was signed metta and please be on time for the sittings. And I thought there was some well-intentioned busybody who called themselves metta, who just couldn't help leaving helpful notes around the place. as I'd never heard the word. I had not meditated even for a minute before I went to my first ten-day retreat. You all are ahead of me. So this quality of metta, this quality of goodwill, simple goodwill, when we do this kind of practice, we we are making a very intentious, intentional and conscious decision to focus on on this quality and to focus on, on the good in ourselves and in others, on what's lovable there. So it's not that we're pretending, you know, we're all a mixed package and there are things we like and love about ourselves, hopefully, and things we don't regard so favorably and and that's true for the way we regard others. But with this practice we're intentionally focusing on what's beautiful, good and lovable. Not that we're pretending that we're perfect in some way, but we're choosing to place our, intention that, our attention in that way in order to cultivate and nurture this quality in the case of metta of goodwill. And it's this very simple generosity of heart, metta. The word metta is actually close to the word mitta, which means friend. Sometimes people translate metta as friendliness. And it's it's an offering of love that does not ask for anything in return. So it has this unconditional quality, in its pure form at least. Just simple generosity of heart that connects to the universal wish that we share with all beings to be happy and safe, to be at ease, to be well. And we wish that for ourselves and for others. And this is an inherently lovable movement of the heart. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a good thing to wish to be happy, at ease, to feel safe. And this is something we share with all beings, even those who seem to be doing everything in their power to cause suffering and harm to themselves and others. Underneath all of that confusion and suffering, there's a being who wishes to be happy, just like you and me. And metta has has the say the natural tendency to uh, refresh and soften, increase the pliability of the mind and heart, open the heart and mind more spaciousness and ease when metta is there. It supports our capacity to stay balanced in the face of all that comes up in our practice, in our lives. So in, with all four of these Brahma-viharas, there's uh, what is said to be the near and far, uh, some people traditionally would be said to be the near and far enemy. Some people prefer the word neighbor. The near enemy is something that resembles metta. The heart is connected and engaged in a way, but, but there are conditions there. So the near enemy can kind of fool us, it's, you could say it's love with attachment or condition, or that has a, some kind of desire, it's, it's metta that says, I love you if you love me back, if you do what I want, puts a condition on there, has, has some wanting of something in return. Very different from, from the offering of metta, which doesn't ask for anything in return at all. Mehta doesn't have, it has the capacity to become truly boundless, as uh, in the description there, abundant, exalted, immeasurable. But this more limited kind of love that has conditions or is infused with some tinge of a desire or attachment that's, that's limited in its scope, and it picks and chooses this one and not that one and so forth. There's a distinction of preference. And, but metta doesn't have these in it. It opens the heart and leads in the direction of uh, well-being and contentment and happiness and uh, a deep kind of joy. The far enemy we'd say then is ill will or aversion, hatred. And there's something in this I want to point out in the the uh, classic description from the suttas: without hostility and without ill will. Pointing to this relationship and the fact, in my mind, if if those are not present, then then metta is is a natural response of the heart. So. When we do these practices, we're not getting something we don't have and sticking it in there. We're revealing something that is is there as our natural response of the heart. When the veils and clouds of of confusion and suffering and, and the energies of greed, hatred and delusion, when those are not there, then metta is just there. It's the natural response of the heart. Hmm. I guess I'll just say one or two other things before we actually do a bit of practice. <clears throat> this this path we walk is sometimes called the path of purification. And some people don't like that word. But you could say we're... Uh, maybe you could say the, the path of unveiling or of revealing what's hidden. But there is this quality of, of sense in, that some of us hope maybe can relate to of, of a kind of purification. And, and purification is kind of messy. And we'd like to kind of take an end run around that part and just get to the, the purity part. <laughs> because purification sometimes isn't so beautiful. And and these Brahma-viharas, practices like metta, they sometimes are like a magnet that seems to pull out or reveal everything that isn't metta. Sometimes that shows up and we can feel, oh, I'm here, may I be happy, and all I feel is I hate everything. I hate the stupid teacher, I hate all these yogis. And we can feel, oh, something's wrong as though either there's something wrong with us. Now maybe none of you have ever had this experience, but when I was introduced to metta practice, I just remember I had to sit there and be mindful of hating, hating. And, um, yeah, may that never be uh, the case for any of you. And I felt kind of bad. And I went to my teacher and said, I have no metta, and I'm incapable of this, I hate everything. And, uh, They they managed to talk me down a little bit, but it does have this, um, sometimes this happens and it's not a bad sign, but there is a disconnection between part of the mind saying, may I or may you be happy and safe, and the other part saying, I hate everything. Those, those kind of don't meet real well. And if it gets really strong that way, if that were to happen, or something like that, where you, you notice a lot of um, strong feelings of aversion or something, you can fall back to the mindfulness practice, and that is the movement of metta at that time. So you're not, you're always doing metta. This, this, this practice we're doing, it goes there. So don't worry about it. But sometimes it's skillful to fall back to uh, an insight practice if there's some strong um, emotions coming up that just, um, there's too much dissonance in the mind. So remember that you can do that. And so think of every time that we, because we use words in this particular way of practicing that I'll introduce today. It's not the only way of practicing. Think of each time that you... Say words like, may I or may you be happy and safe. You can even use this image if you want. Like you're planting a seed. You're forming this intention in the mind. You're planting the seed. And and let the metta sprout when it when it will. Your job is to plant the seeds, not to make it sprout. And don't worry what it looks like and let go of expectations around that. It's like... let let things flower forth in their time, and trust that the planting of the seed, that's our job and that's enough. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to introduce a way of practicing this, and as I said, it's not the only way, and we'll probably offer some other possibilities. But in this way, we bring together kind of a felt sense or an image of a particular being, perhaps more than one being, some connection to the feeling of goodwill, and words or phrases that help to evoke that, to help pull that forward. So as we begin now, uh, please feel free to adjust your posture. We want to start with the uh, body as comfortably uh, situated as is possible for you at this time. Any shifting you'd like to do. There looks like there might be a few empty chairs. You're welcome to shift to a chair if that would help your your knees and for a moment now as we begin, after you arrange the body to suit yourself and and come more into stillness, just take a moment and feel into what it's like for you right now with no agenda and no sense that you're trying to do anything other than notice it's like this right now. So we're kind of shifting from what we are so much of the time, even on retreat, we are human doings we're gonna become human beings. So simply be as you are right now. May you feel sleepy or wakeful, interested or bored, glad you came, wishing you'd stayed on your bed having a nap. No matter how it is for you right now, it's fine, it's good
1: allowing yourself
0: to be just as you are. Nothing to do. Sounds are coming, going, the froggies in the pond stream. sound of my voice, sensations arising in the body, might be thoughts coming and going, mood or emotion that might be there. And you just let it all be. You're just being in the simplest way possible for you right now. And now, if you'd like to, or if it sounds interesting, you can let the attention move toward the area at the base of the sternum that we call the heart center here in the body. You could breathe into that part of the body or rest your hand or fingertips there if you'd like to. But you don't have to do that. It's not required, just possibility for you. Not looking for some special feeling there. maybe just for a moment or two resting the hand or you can leave it or the fingertips, leave them there. If you've been breathing into that part of the body, allow the breath to breathe itself. And our fingertips can rest there gently or rest easily in your lap or on your legs. bring to mind or invite into your mind and heart an image or a felt sense of a being that's that's dear to you with a very uncomplicated kind of relationship. This might be yourself. I hope that it is yourself for some of you. where it's easy for you to wish, wish yourself well. But for some of us, that's not a good place to start. One of my teachers told me I had to put myself in the difficult person category (laughs) when I first started metta practice. That's okay. But maybe there's someone else in your life, a teacher or a relative or someone who has been very supportive and kind in your life, and you might even think of them as a kind of benefactor. Not a word we use that often, but someone who you just know they wish you well. And it's an uncomplicated relationship. They just wish you well. No matter what's going on, they They don't ask you to be anything but who and how you are. They wish you well because you are a living being. And maybe, as I said, this might be easiest for you with yourself. It might be a being that is not even a human being, perhaps. Maybe there's an animal that helps you to connect very simply with this quality of goodwill. Near where I live, in northern Arizona, there used to be a lot of uh, these animals called prairie dogs. They're small furry animals that live in colonies and they are very lovable to me. And there's not very many of them left. But if I bring them to mind, I find a smile there, and, and I love them without trying. Or maybe it's the spotted towhees here on the land, or the turkeys, or the California quail, or a deer, or a pet at home. or the earth, or the sky, or a bird, or the trees, or a human being who you love in an uncomplicated way, and who loves you, wishes you the best. So easy being, yourself, or benefactor, benefactor. Just get a feeling for this being, or maybe a picture that might come and go, it might not stay there in a steady way. You don't have to try to keep it, don't work too hard at getting an image to stay there. Maybe when you think of this being there's a bit of a smile that comes, or a warm feeling, maybe not, it's okay. Don't worry if nothing comes. Maybe it's the froggies down in the stream. Maybe it's your breath. Hello, little breath. May you be happy. And I'll offer a few uh, short, simple phrases that you can try, and you can also find your own words. I'll use some very uh, kind of classic phrases and also a few of my own. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May I be healthy and strong. May I care for myself happily, joyfully, May you have ease in your body. May you have ease of mind. May you be healthy and strong. May you have ease of well-being. It may be better for you to just use a single word, happy, peaceful, healthy, at ease, or maybe without words at all, in a more silent, sensing way, and it can be good after each phrase to take a pause and come back and feel into the body, perhaps into the heart center, just see how it lands in your body and mind to say these words. Or words of your own choosing, simple words of goodwill. A few more phrases and then Find your own words or phrases. May I be happy and peaceful just as I am. May I be free of trouble and worry. May there always be kindness and friendship for me. practicing in your own way your own rhythm coming back to simple connection with your own body and mind heart when the thread becomes drifty just come back reconnect bring to mind your easy being yourself your benefactor and just gently begin again connecting the phrases with this wish, simple goodwill. I'm going to offer some chanting that I have found uh, really great for my own metta practice, and so I'm hoping it might be useful for some of you. It's a chant I learned from uh, Tuari Sala, who is one of the teachers in February, who is uh, someone I love dearly. And um, she does it better than I do, but please join me. Uh, These simple phrases are If you wish, of course.
1: May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be well. May I be peaceful and at ease. May I be happy. May I be filled with loving-kindness. May I be well. May I be peaceful and at ease. May I be happy. May I be filled with loving-kindness. May I be well, may I be peaceful and at ease, may I be happy, you. May you be filled with loving kindness, may you be well, may you be peaceful and at ease. May you be happy. May you be filled with loving-kindness. May you be well. May you be peaceful and at ease. May you be happy. May you be filled with loving-kindness. May you be well, may you be peaceful and at ease. May you be happy they, may they be filled with loving kindness. May they be well, may they be peaceful and at ease. May they be happy. May they be filled with loving kindness. May they be well. May they be peaceful and at ease. May they be happy. May they be filled with loving-kindness. May they be well. May they be peaceful and at ease. May they be happy, we. May we be filled with loving-kindness. May we be well. May we be peaceful and at ease. May we be happy. May we be filled with loving kindness. May we be well. May we be peaceful and at ease. May we be happy. May we be filled with loving-kindness. May we be well. May we be peaceful and at ease. May we be happy all. May all be filled with loving-kindness. May all be well, may all be peaceful and at ease. May all be happy, may all be filled with loving kindness. May all be well, may all be peaceful and at ease. May all be happy. May all be filled with loving kindness. May all be well. May all be peaceful and at ease. May all be happy. And I once more. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be well. May I be peaceful and at ease. May I be happy.
0: May all beings be filled with loving-kindness. May all beings be well. May all beings be peaceful and at ease. May all beings be happy. May our practice be for the benefit of all beings without exception. Thank you for coming, thank you for your practice. And there's time now for some walking meditation on this beautiful afternoon. And all the rest that the day will bring.